0: A bit to play out, as there is at the Australian Open, we saw day one yesterday, Australian Open update, thanks to Wilson, experience the ultimate summer of tennis with Wilson, we have Brett Phillips on the line, SEN tennis expert, to talk us through everything BP, how good was it yesterday?
1: Yeah, unbelievable uh, Trent, I think you know, they've justified... Uh, the Sunday start, what about eighty-seven thousand people through the gates yeah. day and night uh, combined? I can tell you it was absolutely heaving. And but the great part about that precinct is it, um it's so spread out, so you you don't feel like you're all on top of each other. And yeah, brilliant. I mean, we had uh, some real drama, didn't we? Certainly with the Aussies. Uh, what a day uh, for them, uh, involved in some big uh, five-set battles. Unfortunately, they didn't all go our way. And then Novak Djokovic uh, pushed by an eighteen-year-old you know, qualifier, Primzik of Croatia, who'd won the French Open boys' singles last year, uh, really gave him a stern test in the opening round. So, yeah, there was, you know, plenty to take in. I mean, the, you know, the heartache of, and euphoria between winning and losing. I mean, you see, from an Aussie perspective, Chris O'Connell, who looked like he was, you know, out of that match, show court three, rowdy crowd, um, up against uh, Chile's uh, Christian Garrin, who also had a lot of, you know, Chilean support on that crowd which is always such a theme of the Australian Open. You know, the Aussies get good support. The internationals get, you know, some great support, you know, being the multicultural uh, city that we are. And, you know, O'Connell found a way. And it's huge for him, I mean, to win a round of the Australian Open when you're pressing to get inside the top 50. So, you know, he really dug in. And then, you know, later in the night, poor old Jason Kubler, who spent nearly five hours uh, out on court, goes down in an absolute heartbreaker to Daniel Galland of uh, Columbia, who had a lot of Colombian support, uh courtside. It was yeah, a really tough one for Coops when you've absolutely given it everything. Uh then the young boy from you know the Sunshine Coast, what a what a memory for Dane Sweeney. It's not the last we'll see of him. He gets the wild card and pushes the world number twenty two to five sets. So it goes to show world number twenty two, world number two hundred and fifty seven. There's not a lot in it to be totally honest. And you know Francisco Serondolo's got one of the biggest forehands in men's tennis and that down the stretch of that match is what got him up. And, yeah, the other Aussie, Adam Walton, uh, was, you know, putting a pretty respectable performance against Matteo Alnaldi, you know, world number 41. He'll be Alex Dimonor if he gets through tonight. His next opponent. And, you know, he was really solid, Walton. That's not the last we'll see of him either. He's cut from the John Millman sort of cloth and, you know, should be aiming for the top 100. So, yeah, it was a big day. Not not, not quite a soft introduction with all those big five-set matches. Oh yeah, that Kubler match was just so seesawing. It was an absolute thriller. Everyone's talking about Novak Djokovic. He got pushed and tested by the young kid in the first round. No, he didn't. BP let like, in the fair income department. This is every year, isn't it? Like uh, he he does this for the first three four rounds, and then we see the Djokovic that we all know. That's a, that is a fair point. Uh, we were actually discussing that last night. That I mean, no one knows better how to pace themselves through two weeks of Grand Slam tennis. Uh, you don't want to be absolutely, you know, firing on all cylinders, cherry ripe, right round one. You, you build and you build, and then uh, as Djokovic does, you turn the page into the second week, and he goes to another level. It's phenomenal. But look, um, you know, the, the young the young talent in the game right now, and you know, you look at this guy up close last night, I mean, so developed for an 18-year-old and he's already on the map, you know, having been a junior uh, Grand Slam uh, boys champion, that these guys are hungry now, they're impatient, they want to win, they want to compete, they're not just sort of, um, you know, coming in to you know test themselves, they believe they can actually win, but yeah, I mean, Djokovic, um, you know, once, once he lost that second set tiebreaker, was always going to restore order. But they played some long points. And, yeah, sometimes we speculate. (laughs) Does does Novak want that sort of match? Does he orchestrate that sort of match to get him into the tournament, give him the feel? I mean, we'll never know the answer to that totally. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, was a good battle on centre court. They got their money's worth, the fans, anyway.
0: Yeah, that's for sure, BP. Uh, we've had a text come in from the Brisbane Eel. Does BP feel, even without Kyrgios playing, the crowds were unruly still yesterday, especially between first and second serves? Your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, it's an issue. Yeah, I think the crowds at the Australian Open got a little bit out of control, to be totally honest. And I know had on court three for that oconnell Garin match, you know, just... The longer it went on and probably people are slipping out and you know refilling and coming back in and a little bit more lubricated and you know, it was a nice afternoon in Melbourne uh, Trent and you know they sort of forget um, that they've got to have a little bit of respect for the players. you know they're the competitors and it's just really simple tennis etiquette. I mean you know, shout your lungs out at the end of the point. I mean the U's and the R's while the points in progress that's that's never going to go away. I mean the, crowd, the crowd's riding the emotion of a good rally. Uh, But, you know, when a guy is, um, you know, stepping up to serve or is in his service motion, for some clowns to be yelling out, I mean, they're just, you know, clearly making it about them and trying to get some airtime. So, you know, it's a a bit of a joke, really. And then it was interesting last night with the Djokovic match, even, uh, you know, some fans in there have got some real hatred towards... uh, you know, Novak, and uh, not necessarily, um, you know, supporting the uh, the young Croatian, but they just didn't want to see Djokovic win, and they just sort of go to a, you know, a ridiculous level. But, I mean, it's hard a hard one to police, isn't it? I mean, fans are fans, and, you know, they've got the right to express themselves. But there is some simple etiquette with um, with tennis, and I feel like that, yeah, it's, it's sort of gone out the window the last couple of years. Tell us about today, BP. I mean, the exciting thing is we are going to have an Australian now face Novak Djokovic in the... Second round, but they've got a face off today. Tell tell us all about that. Yes, we've got 10 Aussies today and a couple of all Aussie matchups. You're right, uh, Alexi Popper and all Mark Polemans will be Novak Djokovic's opponent, so they're second up on uh, John Kane Arena. And look, you've got to back in Alexi there. I'm a huge Mark Polemans fan, uh, he wears the Legionnaires uh, cap. and You know, he's trying to crack the top 100. He's one of the hardest workers, this young guy from Victoria. But, yeah, Popperin's probably another level. So we'll back him in there. And the other uh, Aussie matchup is Alexander Vukic and Jordan Thompson. Uh, Interested to see how Tomo comes up. Just that little quad issue in Adelaide. Played What a great tennis in Brisbane and Adelaide to start the year. Uh, So they're both desperate to win a first round. Rinky Hidjikata will take on Jan Lennart-Struck, a big serving German, and when he's on, he's on. Huge opportunity for Rinky Omar Jasikar, uh, qualifying, great effort. Uh, tough one today though against Shibit catch of Poland, who just plays a big game inside the top ten. Um, you know, Storm Hunter will be out early on Kia Arena. Very winnable match against Sarah Arani, who made in a, what a French Open final many years ago. James Duckworth will be in action, but the eyes tonight will be on Alex Steven or up against Milos Raonic. Uh, nighttime. Uh, prime time on Rod Laver Arena and hopefully he can tick the first box. Matteo Analdi, as I said, the Italian, is awaiting the winner and I think the Demon's in good enough form to, yeah, certainly see off, you know, round its shoe. Obviously, he's trying to work into the year and get some continuity and find his game. But, yeah, I think Demon or, um, you know, I feel pretty confident about Demon's game right now.
0: BP, I'm interested in uh, left-field question here. Uh, how often are you doing pronunciation? because when you look at tennis results, particularly in the first round for the non-initiated tennis fan, it seems like it would be a nightmare. You must be doing it till all hours in the morning, waking up in a cold sweat, thinking about what your pronunciation job is tomorrow.
1: Well, if you're on the road next to me, Trent, and you pull up at the lights next to me, uh, people would look in and think, who is this weird bloke talking to himself? Um, That's what (laughs) I do in the car. I just roll these out on the way to work. And... um, yeah, I mean, a lot of them, you know, there's a familiarity about them. Um, and clearly, I, I, the, the only thing I do is when we go on radio and we know we're doing a stint, I just pray that there's no one on uh, on our schedule uh, that's got a really, really long name. I, I remember we called uh, Felix Orgele a in a semi-final a couple of years ago, and that's a lot to say in a ball-by-ball rally. So I think we went with yeah. Felix sometimes, we went with FAA. Went with uh, Ali Asim. You've got to mix it up a little bit, but yeah, there's some tricky ones uh, certainly out there that I try and steer away from. But luckily, actually, I tell you what, there's a lot of um, a lot of players from uh, Thailand on the tour, but none of them have reached the top echelon. And no disrespect, it's quite fortunate for a commentator because uh, they are tricky to say.
0: Yeah, you've got your work cut out for you, no doubt. But you do a great job, BP, keeping us up to date. And we can't wait for Dim and awe. and the rest of the Aussies on display at the Aussie mm. Open today. Thanks, BP.
1: Yeah, hopefully a good day. Yeah, it looks, uh, weather-wise, looks OK. So, yeah, looking forward to it.
0: Cheers, mate.
1: Thank you.